Hey guys, John here. I just want to talk about something for a minute. We actually have a Patreon up right now in full swing, and that is our $5 a month plan. It's called Movie Lovers Classics. It covers bonus episodes, reviewing classic movies like you're about to listen to right now with the uh, little Caesar review that we just did, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, shoutouts on the main uh, feed, early access to episodes, and then we also have all-access documentary series review, which is $10 a month. And that includes bonus episodes, Eli Roth's History of Horror, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, free digital movies, shout-outs on the main feed as well. And then that also includes our classic... Uh, movie reviews as well and then our $20 a month plan is our VIP movie lover and that also includes bonus episodes classic movie reviews interviews with independent actors actresses directors and comic book writers and it also includes movie lovers documentaries and early access to episodes monthly newsletters free digital movies and shout outs on the main feed as well go ahead subscribe to the patreon we hope that we'll see you there and always until next time guys bye bye hey Mike Hey, Mike. Hey, John. Hey, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Awesome. So, welcome to the show. I know this is a little different than what we normally do. We normally do Anchor instead of doing uh, this on stereo, but I thought I would try something different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I see uh, the little emoji thing or whatever talking. Right. Our little avatars and stuff. Can, so, it's can, actually yeah. pretty cool. You can see mine, too. Or... Yeah, I can see yours. Oh, that's pretty cool. All right. Cool. Yeah. And plus, people can actually send them messages and stuff like that. So it's actually pretty cool on how they actually have this little app going. This is something that's new that they're building. So yeah. hopefully it continues. Oh, uh, yeah. So, right. so this is something that we've been wanting to do for a while, is to oh, review yeah. the 1995 gangster film Casino. This movie stars Joe Pesci, Robert De Niro, it also has uh, Sharon Stone in this movie. This is actually hands down one of my favorite mafia movies, aside from The Departed, aside from Goodfellas. This movie is really good. It's directed by Martin Scorsese, mm-hmm. and it's actually based off of a true story, though, too. Yeah, I didn't know if you knew that or not. Uh, I knew it was based on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, not the whole entire thing. I think it's just off of uh, what one of the characters, right? No, there was actually a casino called the Tropicana Casino that was Uh run by the Mafia back in the 70s. Oh, okay. And come to find out and everything, you know, they decided to rename the casino the Tangiers just to to make it a little bit more fictionalized for the story. Yeah. No shit. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I did a little bit of digging and everything. It's actually pretty interesting on what I found out. (laughs) But, you know... Um, like I mentioned, this movie's actually stars uh, Robert De Niro. He plays a guy named Sam, uh, Sam Ace Rothstein. And basically, this film actually opens up with a car exploding. He gets inside the car. Then he explains how everything is actually run. Pretty much $62,700,000, Sam Ace Rothstein gets t- uh, tapped by his bosses to head the Tangiers Casino in 1970s Vegas was a place a million of suckers flew, uh, flew in on their own nickel and left behind a billion of dollars are left. A lot of holes in, are in the desert and a lot of problems are buried in the in those holes. And we're going to find out in a few couple of hours and everything when we actually get into that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy is the manager and... You know, like I said, he catches the room loaded with money. The guys in the accounting room was there to skim the place dry. They do a short count and lose seal slips. A guy comes in and slips the two mil in cash off the top. Yep. And then money goes to the Kansas City to the bosses every month. Once a month, someone would fly in and meet at the back of the produce market. (laughs) Bosses control Vegas and Team Masters Unit Union would go to Remo uh, Gaji, I think, how do you say that? RG, yeah, and, he, right? and I believe he's uh, head of the Chicago mob, correct? Yep, yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. And he gets 700000 Andy Stone was a legitimate guy. 
who played golf with the president. He gave mm-hmm. pension funds to Philip Green, $62,700,000. Yeah, Philip was the front it, man. Yeah, he's the, he's like the general manager of the casino, like the, the big dog, like the, the top guy, I believe, right? Right. He's pretty much the yeah. top guy, but he, yeah. if I get this, though. Well, he's he a, he's does. a he's a face is what he is. You know what I'm saying? He's uh really really Sam's running shit. You know what I'm saying? But that guy's just uh because he's more professional, I guess. You know? Exactly. But not only yeah. that, but he's just a front guy who just doesn't know what the hell he's doing. So yeah, he's they a, need somebody to take the fall. He's a fall. So Philip is actually yep. right. Yep. So Philip uh, thought that the team masters gave him the money because they thought he was smart, green, real estate hustler who was bad. Gave the orders to chairman of the board, Philip Green. Ace runs the casino, but the gaming gaming commission wouldn't give him a license. Andy tells him to apply for one, for to apply for one, anyways, and keep changing job titles ten years back uh, on a backlog. Since they're on ten year on a backlog on licenses, he can apply for Ace can actually go ahead and apply for any license that he any position he wants. Yeah, and everything. So I thought that was actually pretty could, cool. And he he could run whatever position for up to ten years before he has to actually move to a different position, and then apply for that license. You see, so it's, right. it's actually it's actually genius, man. And you know the <laughs> casinos still do that today. Really, I didn't they know that they actually have... still do that. I thought it was still something in the nineteen seventies, and then once no, uh, they... now I'm, the casino I'm not closed. Saying, I'm not saying that the mob runs the casino. I'm not no, 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 no. Is they do they change titles every so you know so often, so that way you know what I mean that, that it's it's just a way of dodging having to get licenses is all it is, you right. know I mean and uh so yeah it's legal I mean they do it but uh but yeah yeah you they, see they definitely I, do you see that's one thing I was actually curious about because I wasn't sure if this was something that was actually changed after the seventies with the mob and everything maybe because of the mob they would actually change their system the way they do things. Mm-hmm. But now they now that I know that that's not the case, it makes it things a lot more interesting, right? About that, right? But yeah, but and it's funny, uh, you know, especially watching the movie now. That I've, I mean, I've I've worked in the casino industry for a little bit now, and and uh, it's it's very accurate, like the, the way they're, you know, the way that you know uh, Robert De Niro's dealing with the uh, the dealers and the and the chips and and everything, man. I mean, it's the calls that they're making, it's it's all legit, man. It's all real shit. That's something uh, they, I wanted they, to ask you about. Yeah, they did a good job on, like, the research and everything with, uh, you know, like, the different rules with the gaming commission and shit like that. There was, it's very accurate, man. It, it, uh, it reminds me of the casino I work at a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, okay. now, obviously, I'm not talking about, like, the violence. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Seen, of course not. I haven't seen anybody with their head in the vice or anything like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, but no, it's, it's you know, it's it's pretty uh, pretty similar, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah. And also, too, Ace is also one of those people who are, like, legitimate gamblers. Like, the bosses trusted him because he anything that um, the bosses knew about, like, for instance, Ace would go on ahead and find out if, if, for instance, if the football player knocked up somebody and that might actually throw him off his game, Ace would go on ahead and place a bet against that person because he his game might not be in, it, be in the right position for it and everything mm-hmm. because of that. And then also, too, he would check out the wind velocities. He would go ahead and check out everything, and he would actually make money for the bosses that way. Oh, he was a bad motherfucker, man. That's, that's why he was. they put him in that position. I mean, he was – I mean, if you want somebody – you know, if you want your your business or whatever to make money, you got to put Sam in there. You know what I'm saying? And that's like – you know, the casino is a business. That's what, You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what they are. You know, they're trying to make money, you know, and they, and they put the, the – they put the right – guy in charge for sure you know 100 definitely and i have a quick question for you now when we first i have a question when you, when you first saw this movie did you think that robert de niro was going to be playing a jewish guy or were you thinking he was going to play like a italian mafioso kind of guy like, you I, I, see from I thinking, yeah i was thinking italian for sure you know what i'm saying but uh you know when he he, he played the jew part pretty good though man he, he did good as a, he did you know, he did you know so yeah, he played it down yeah. to the team. And then, a matter of fact, yeah. we actually have two people from the Sopranos in this film and everything, too. Yeah. yeah. 
Because remember, uh, Phil, Phil, Phil's in it. You know, I can't think of his yeah. real name, but yeah, Phil's in it. And uh, who else, man? Shit. And then, of course, the in season three, when uh, what's his name runs him over with the car, he's in it. Remember uh, the guy who owned the pizza place? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep, sure is. And then he's in it. Uh, and uh, Chris is in it too. Uh, Michael and uh, pro whatever. No, that's Casino. Never mind. Yeah, no, you're I mean, talking no, about I mean you're good fellas. Yeah. Yep. Shit. Got him. But when I <laughs> right, it's okay. It's all good. It's still directed by Martin Scorsese and everything. It's yeah. still a good movie. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what I liked about this was you have Robert De Niro, who's actually fearful about getting caught and changing licenses and also trying to apply for a license and changing the positions, which I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. And then you also have it where he's actually explaining how everything is broke down, like you mentioned, and then how yeah. it's actually kicked up to the mob, which I thought was actually fascinating. Mm-hmm. But... My favorite thing, though, that I liked was when they introduced Joe Pesci's character and everything. Because Joe Pesci always plays like a loose cannon character. He plays Nicky oh, Santero. Him. Yeah, I love him. I love him to death. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's my favorite, uh, probably my favorite actor from the 90s, man. I, I love Same. Joe Pesci, man. He could do anything, man. He could do comedy. He could do, he could do it all. And the motherfucker exactly. sings. He could sing all right. Pretty, yep. You know? <laughs> yeah, he has a jazz album. He also had a yeah. rap album, which yeah. wasn't so good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the rap thing—I don't know what he was thinking, you know. But uh, I don't yeah. either. <laughs> which we, I thought was I, fucking I, I hilarious. I, I wasn't gonna mention that. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if you if you guys are listening, if you guys want to go ahead and listen to something fucking hilarious, listen to Joe Pesci trying to rap. That Ooh. shit was funny. That's yeah, terrible and cringeworthy. <laughs> but anywho, um, but I really liked how they said, "Well, if you come at Nikki with a baseball bat, he's going to come at you with a gun. If you Absolutely. come at with him with a knife, he's going to come at you with something else." Yeah. And then he stabs this one dude that set, uh, told uh, Ace to go fuck himself. And Joe Pitcher goes, "What? What the fuck you just said? Did you just say go fuck himself?" And I say, "You know it." He gets a pin <laughs> and then stabs the guy in the internal uh, artery. And makes him bleed out. And then he's he kicking his up. ass while doing it. <laughs> that's a, that's an awesome scene, man. I love that scene. <laughs> I love that. Uh, and then, of course, you know, Ace is actually doing fantastic for himself. And then also, too, that's also when we meet Sharon Stone's character, mm-hmm. uh, Ginger, who's actually yeah. a hustler as well. So but, and, and, he has a way to hustle in that whole entire thing. Right. And see, when Nikki comes in, Sam's already, you know, worried. He's like, shit, they're, they're bringing Nikki in. And I get why they're bringing Nikki in, you know, because Sam needs security. He needs somebody to have his back. He has to have that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and they bring Nikki in because, you know, he'll, you know, break people's heads if he has to. Well, I get right. that. But Sam is looking at it like he's definitely going to help me, but he's going to hurt me too because he is a gangster. He's a gangster, you know what I'm saying? So he's going to right. do shit to fuck things up because he's going to try to make more money. You see what I'm saying? Like he's all right. You know, if you're a gangster, you might, you know, uh, you're always, you're always going to keep wanting more. You know what I'm saying? And you're going right. to fuck shit up. Sam knows that, you know, Sam's worried about that. And he lets, and, and, thing- and, he, and he lets, he lets Joe Pesci's character know. He lets Nikki know, you know, like, look, man, you know, you got to be careful here. This is Vegas. There's different rules. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then also, too, he's like, another thing, though, too, is he's like, look, if Mickey comes, he's going to have to lay low. He's not going to he can't be making a bunch of noise because he and makes a bunch of noise. This is not good for us. And when you see Nicky, when you see him explode on that guy, you know, he's not the type that's going to lay low. That's just no. not in his nature. You know what I'm saying? So no. you already you already know that this is going to end badly. As soon as you see Nicky come in and, and, and the shit that he does, it's like this is not going to end well. Definitely not. Definitely not. Even though though it's badass and I love it, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you can see that's not going to end well for these guys. (laughs) Definitely not. Because here's the thing, though, man. This is another thing that I thought that was actually funny. Because even in the car, he's like, hey, Ace, what do you think about me moving out here? And then Ace is just like looking at him all fuck. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, shit, man. I don't know. He's like, look, man. He goes, look, Nikki, there's a whole different set of rules out here. They don't. Right. They don't play this gangster shit like we they do back at home. I'm trying to run right. a legit thing now. Yeah, yeah and everything. Legit, yeah, legit business. So, right. And then he's like, 
Man, I'm not saying I'm going to go fuck around or anything or bust somebody's head in unless they need it or whatever. But I'm just saying, what do you think about me moving on here? He's like, look, I'm just going to tell you this. You can't make trouble up inside the casinos because if you make, uh, if you go on and fuck shit up inside the casino, you're going to be in that little black book. Once you're in that little black book, you're going to be right next to Al Capone. That's how mm-hmm. bad it was. And that's no good. <laughs> no, that's no good. <laughs> definitely that's not. No good. If you get your name in the same book as Al Capone, uh, you fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you're done yeah, fucked, you fucked up, up on up. that. <laughs> but I also like how they actually hustled the customers out of their money. Like uh-huh. they, like remember when uh, the one of the managers winds up getting these Japanese people back at the casino. Yeah. Yeah. And they pretend now, that the engine blew out on them. Now I, I know <laughs> I know working. I said that I know I know I said there's a lot of similarities, you know, because you know me working in the casino and all. But I will say this: the casinos do not cheat people. That is just fiction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> this is but a fiction, in this world, a fiction though, movie, guys. <laughs> a fictional movie. But in this world, though, they 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 wind up finding a way to make extra money off of them absolutely. because absolutely. Because, like I said, these Japanese people actually had money. They figured out a way way to actually win money at the casino. The Japanese people did, and then after that, they pretend that the plane is busted. Don Wrinkles actually said, "Man, I don't know what the hell happened to the plane or anything." He mm-hmm. said, "Man, this is just total fucked up and everything. I am so sorry that your plane broke down. Here, let me pay you for the accommodations for my for the room and everything." And at first, the guy's like, "No, I'm not going to do any gambling." Next thing you know, he gambles away all the money that he made off the casino and everything. Mm. Every single bit of it that he won, he gave back to the casino. Oh yeah. And and you know, <laughs> I see I see people do that shit all the time, dude. Like the they'll win so much money and they'll come back the next day and lose it all. And you know, it's and and where I work, they don't even really advertise. You know what I'm saying? People just come. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't even got you know, people I, for whatever reason, some people just you know they're addicted to gambling. I guess, man. I, I don't get it though. <laughs> it's like get, think of I've it like as a thousands, and I'm like, fuck, man, that's no good. <laughs> well, think of it like a mosquito to the light. You know, think of yeah, it like that, sure. where they're just yeah, magnetized sure. to the glowing lights, to the fact that they think that they can win because that's yeah. what they're, they're hyped up on because they see the billboards right. and shit, mm-hmm. and they think that they can actually win that money and they want that money. Yeah. So that's the and person I, that they actually see. And I have to say, man, like, because uh, I mean. When I was working in New Orleans, I used to stop uh, all the time and play like the poker machines and shit, you know. And uh, I, I hit a thousand dollar bonus one time. Oh shit! And it and it got me hooked. It got me fucking hooked. <laughs> then, then you don't think about it, you know. what I'm saying you win that thousand, you know, and you're like, "Fuck, man, I can do that again." And then the next week, you end up putting a thousand back in there to try to win a thousand again, you know. So, so it's like it's it's fucked up, man. They know what they're doing. <laughs> You know definitely they, they know what they're hey doing. i'm good if i make 50 bucks off of the machine and everything as soon as i make my 50 i'm like i'm done i'm good that's how, yeah that's how i used to be that's how i used to be until i hit that thousand when you hit that thousand <laughs> it put it puts the hooks in you man <laughs> you know? let's see i played the buffalo machine and i'm on like uh i had 20 bucks that i slept in the machine right yeah. so i want winded up making 50 bucks off of a 20 dollar bill i'm like okay i'm good i'm done hey, yeah hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> but anyways, um, back over to the story and stuff like that. Another thing, though, that Mickey does is he winds up making a bunch of noise. Like, the, it's not even funny. Too much. Too much noise. <laughs> too loud. <laughs> <laughs> For instance, he winds up making his own gold rush uh, place and everything, too. He also tries to hustle up the gamb- uh, hustles the car dealers. Not only that, but he's also got the car dealers on unlock as well like for yeah. instance if uh somebody's rich or whatever Nick, mickey's gonna find out about it and nicky's gonna try and make money off of that person and off the dealers and everything else and the ballet de- dealers it's just crazy on how he actually had everything run inside that hotel just for him to make money and not for ace to make any money out of that right and and, and at this point he ends up getting doesn't he he gets 86 from all the casinos where he's trust where he can't come back into the casinos they ban him basically right and he goes right. who the fuck this is what he said who who the fuck bans me who the fuck bans me and everything yep. he goes well, it's he, the black book he goes there's the nothing black i can do fucking book yep that's the black book goes, <laughs> and this is what sam tells him he goes i told you i told yeah. you not to be fucking shit up and you fucked shit up and yep. this is your fault this is the repercussions of it yep. and, and see goes, if he would have just stayed quiet if he would have just stayed quiet, if he wouldn't have done all that extra gangster shit, 
You know what I'm saying? That's the only problem with gangsters, man. They're good. They're, they're usually great at what they do, but they, they just want too much more. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. calm the fuck down, Nikki. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know and then my other favorite thing, though, too, with Sharon Stone is she's making money off of the customers as well, but hustling them and bringing money over to Ace. So he's making money out of his own pocket, too, plus whatever he makes extra with the bosses, whatever hit left of his cut. So he's making money. So everybody's making money up until Mickey comes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Comes to town. But, yeah. you know, another thing that I actually want wanted to say about this, though, I liked how it starts off like with a love story between Robert De Niro and Sharon Stone's character, Ginger. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look, I have everything in line now. Because the only thing that's missing in my life is a woman in my life. I want to marry you. Because look, name one person that's actually been married and is actually happy. And he goes, come on, I can, I can make you a happy woman. We're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And so she, she said, he goes, look, you can back out anytime you want and everything. It'll be okay. And they get married. But at the same time, they also wind up having a baby. And then Mickey winds up watching the baby while they're gone on their honeymoon. Yeah. Which is scary. Yeah. <laughs> if you actually yeah. think about it. Yeah, no shit. But, you know, Mickey goes, I don't care. I love the little girl and everything. I didn't care if I had a fucking watcher. I'll watch right. her anytime I want. <clears throat> but it's sorry, okay. My, my cat just knocked shit down. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's cool, dude. But, you know, then from that point, you know, that's whenever she gets involved with uh, Lester Diamond. Oh, which yeah. is played by James Woods. That piece of shit. <laughs> oh, I hated Lester with a I passion. Hated I hated him. They weren't even married for a good 24 hours, and she starts um, calling him. goes, I miss you, Lester. I wish that I was here with you and everything. I wish I wasn't married. And Robert, so uh, Ace is over there just standing behind her and goes, and he has that pissed off look on his face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they they end up well. This is skipping forward a little bit, but I mean, he they end up kicking the shit out of Lester, and I loved it. Yeah. I loved every every minute of it. That piece of shit. He's a slime ball. Well, he so definitely he is. Pimp. He was a pimp, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was a pimp. He was a hustler. He had different names. Remember, even uh, Ace said that though. Yeah. But we'll get to that later on when they're in the diner. Uh, but all we know from that standpoint is that he was a pimp. He was a hustler. He wasn't a very good hustler because he would always gamble it away or do it with some type of prostitution or drugs. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, of course, you know, you actually have that going on. And also, too, don't forget, Ace winds up giving Ginger the key to the, sa- to the safe of $2 million and something dollars, right? Yeah. Two million and on uh, two million dollars up inside the safe, plus the jewelry <laughs> that he actually got her. Yeah, and she was like the only one that had the key, which was a big mistake. I felt like, you know, yeah, maybe was, Don Wrinkles. Stupid! That was so stupid to to have her on there like that. That was crazy. Yes, crazy. especially someone that's a hustler I mean, and didn't want to yeah. marry you. And even the banker, when they whenever uh Robert De Niro put her on that on that you know list or, or whatever it is. To, uh, to have the key, the banker was like, "Are you sure you want to do this? I mean, most people don't do that." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. and, and he, he allowed her to have it. To Fuck be honest that. with you, if I would have, if I would have had to choose who would actually be on that list, it would be Don Wrinkle's character Billy to be on that list for yeah. the key. Yeah, yeah. He would be more of a reliable source than Ginger. He was probably one of the most loyal characters in this uh, in this film. Definitely. Yeah. But also, too, Master Scazy. Oh. I'm sorry, I was, uh, but uh, Don Rickles. I love Don Rickles anyway. But uh, but when Joe Pesci okay. smashes him in the head with the phone and then throws it, <laughs> throws it at his back, I laugh so hard at that. It's just so funny the way it happens because he hits the ground and he's covering his face, and then Joe Pesci rips the phone out the and throws it at his back. It's but the way he falls fun. down, though, is hysterical, though. The way that it, is. Uh, it, it, really it makes is. it look like he had like a stroke or something, the way he actually falls down. It didn't even look like a normal <laughs> way that he actually would fall down. He looked like he was just frozen stiff. 
It's too funny. <laughs> anyway, back to the story. <laughs> but, you know, another thing, though, that I want to talk about, too, was, let's see here. Then we also have another another thing going on with, with Mickey uh, whenever they're actually seeing the gamblers. Remember, the gamblers are actually uh, looking and seeing how they're hustling off the tables. Yep. Yep. Robert De Niro actually sees um, the the poker dealer raises uh, cards up too high, and he just notices these other two gamblers are uh, are trying to hustle off the off the dealer, and the dealer's not even in on it or anything like that. It's just the buddy across from the poker table signaling over to the other buddy where the where he's actually doing the poker at and mm. everything, and telling him what hand that the dealer actually has. Right. And everything. So, and you know, when that happens, when he's doing that, uh, right before he's explaining, you know, the the people that are looking for cheats. You know, he's explaining the people that are up in the ceilings. He's explaining how surveillance works and how they're everybody's looking for a cheat because that's what people do. And uh, that's actually, I don't know if you know this, but that's actually what I do. I work in surveillance and I watch four people right. cheat. You know, and uh, it was pretty cool, man. It was, and uh, like the way he caught him and shit, we've caught people like that. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was pretty neat how they did that, you know. That was actually pretty cool how they actually explained the security stuff. And I was wondering yeah. how much of that was actually true. It's accurate up until they end up, you know, breaking the guy's hands and shit like that. We don't do all that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not the 90s or 80s anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a different way of doing things. You know what I'm saying? We, you right. know, there's no violence anymore. But uh, but other than that, other than the violent part, it's pretty accurate, man. It, it's, it's pretty good. Right. And then at that point, though, too, that's when Robert De Niro goes on ahead and gets the two, one of the hustlers at first and goes, okay, what hand do you write with? My right. He goes, okay. He goes on ahead, gets a hammer, and smashes the guy's hand Mm-hmm. And everything because next time when you take from my casino, or whatever, remember what I did to you. Yep. And then they get the other hustler over there. Because look, either you can go ahead and leave with the money, or you can go on ahead and be end up like their buddy over there. Because mm-hmm. no, I'll I'll take the money. I'll take the money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and he and he says he's like, make sure you tell your friends about this. You know what I'm saying? Like that's some that's some that's some gangster shit. See, Nikki <clears throat> is is a wild fucking hot headed gangster. You see. And uh, and Ace Sam is uh, he's 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 a gangster, but he's also a fucking businessman. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. He, he knows he knows how to do it legit, but then if he has to, he could fuck shit up. But he does it in a way to where he's not going to cause heat. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he, Sam knows what the fuck he's doing. You know, and that's why the mob put him where he where he is. Nikki, man, Nikki's just too hot headed. You know, that's you yes. know. I, too fucking hot headed. Like I said, calm down, Nikki. Chill out. Take, take a fucking Xanax and chill, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. You got, you got and then the also, too, the Sam also has Nikki and his crew beat Lester up when they catch him conning gender out of 25 that's, grand. And that's one of my favorite parts because I hate that scumbag. I agree. If it wasn't for him, she probably would have been okay. But that was also problem. That was also problematic with her drug addiction alcohol addiction and everything too, because she was also miserable with ACE as well. But oh, she also God, brought that yeah. on herself. But she, she, but here's the thing. She brought that on herself though, because of Lester, because of what he's done. Mm-hmm. And she's acting like that. ACE is punishing her. He's actually trying to help her. Yeah. Yeah. But she doesn't see that. Yeah. Um, in 1976, Sam fires slot the one of the slot managers, Don Ward, for incompetence. Remember what Don does with the mm. slot machines? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because he, he says, yeah, because all the machines were actually hitting a jackpot at the same time. Right. Yeah. And Robert De Niro, Ace, he goes and says, it's impossible for all these fucking slot machines to go ahead and hit a jackpot on all four times because. So the incompetence of of him, of Don was this. He goes, "Well, people's got to blend sometime." He goes, "Yeah, but all four slot machines at the same time? That's near yeah. about impossible to actually and then he's, do." He's trying to say it was, a, you know, maybe it was a coincidence. There's no way. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying there's no way it was a coincidence. You know. 
Exactly. Yeah. So he fought, and that's what he was saying. He's like, you know, and, and you know, and you're supposed to be a slot manager, and and all these hit at the same time. Like, nah, that's it's no good, you know. And then this is also where it brings out the issue with Ace's uh, license, though. Too, if it wasn't for him firing him, things would have right. been a lot more smoother. But Absolutely. when, but here's the thing: Ward's brother-in-law is also the Clark County Commission chairman, yep. Pat Webb. Mm-hmm. And he fails to convince Sam to rehire Don because remember he goes, well, I can't blame you on that one. On, on he goes, that boy is as uh, useless as tits on a board. Mm-hmm. And he said he is incompetent, but can you actually help? And he goes, I'm sorry, but he's already made us lose money already. I'm sorry, yeah. there's just nothing I can do. He goes, yeah, well, you, what you about you? Cannot keep somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? No. Like this, it's you know. It's, not good. That's good. No, you're gonna lose money. You're gonna lose money. And then he goes, "Well, well, about what about further down the trough?" He goes, "No, my my hands are washed. That's it. There's nothing that can be done." Right. right. And then that's when you know Webb arranges for Sam's gambling license to be denied, jeopardizing Sam's position. Sam blames Nikki's recklessness for ongoing police and Nevada gaming board pressure. And the two argue furiously in the uh, Mojave Desert. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that, that's a great scene. That, that's a good scene right there. I love that scene, to be he honest says, with you. He says, you know, and, and you know, uh, Joe Pesci says a few uh, slightly, no, not, not, not slightly, uh, anti-Semitic slurs that I'm not going to say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But, uh, but it's right. funny. It's comical. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 kind of funny <laughs> how he says the shit. You know? Then also and both, too, and, and they oh. both man like the way they're the way they're talking. You're like, oh man, how? I, and they've known each other for twenty, thirty years or whatever, and and they they're talking like they're they're gonna kill each other. You know, and it's just funny. It's it's funny. It sucks because I can't say what they you know what they were saying, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. Um, <laughs> then, of course, you know, Nikki's also trying to get some money into the bank, the same bank that Ace has. Mm-hmm. And he even threatens the man- bank manager. Yeah. Yeah, that that was great. <laughs> that was great. He says, uh, what did he say to the bank manager? He said something, but he's like, I'll, uh, I'll crack your fucking head open. He's like, and then when you get out yeah. of coma, I'll come back and I'll crack your again, fucking head open fucking again. again. Yeah. <laughs> he said, because I don't give a fuck about jail because I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah, and I love that quote. As a matter of fact, that yeah. was actually a meme that one of my friends made about GameStop. Uh-huh. Remember? It was actually the uh, whenever GameStop had the... Uh, you know, had the stock market and everything, and then yeah, Joe yeah. Pesci is wanting his money back. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have my money for me, <laughs> right? I'm gonna come over to the bank and I'm gonna crack your fucking head open. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Me too. Only Joe Pesci, man. Only him. Only him could like. Only he could play those parts back then. You know, what I'm saying like who? Who could you imagine? Who can you think of that could possibly? Come close to playing that part besides Joe Pesci, honestly. honestly no man. one. To, to uh, no, I, I, I mean, okay. More recent, even today, even if green. you were to take, if you were to take even today's actors, just anybody, anybody that you could think of, I can't think of one person that could play that fucking role, man. Uh, that could do I have what he one. did. Who you got? I have one. Stephen Green. Stephen Green. Played, not... He's the one who played Al Capone and Boardwalk Empire. Oh yeah, you know what? Yeah, he he might be able to play that part. You might be right. I can see it. I can definitely I can see, see him that. playing that role. I can see that. But would it be? As but this good? is maybe not. You know, no. what I'm but I mean, it would, it would be. It would be. It would be good. It would be good. But it wouldn't be as good as, as Pesci for sure. Definitely not. You know? Definitely yeah. not. But or this even is actually Sam, the even Sam's uh, role. I can't. I can't imagine anybody playing uh, Sam's role. I mean. Oh, shit. I can't even see maybe Pacino. Maybe Al Pacino could play it, but he wouldn't play it as good as uh, Robert De Niro. It just wouldn't. Definitely not. Definitely not. And not only that, but Pacino's actually up in age now, too, to the point where I would actually want to recast somebody else (laughs) rather than have Al up there. Yeah, for sure. 
if this was set in the nine, uh, 90s and everything, yeah, maybe, yeah. 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 Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah, like back in the 90s, yeah, you know. But in today, right. like today, oh, man, I could see maybe mm, – man, I can't see anybody playing that role today. Same. Uh, besides Stephen Green, of course. That's like the only one I can think of. Well, I'm, ta- I'm, this I'm is... talking about Sam's role now. I'm talking about Sam. Oh, Sam's? Okay. Yeah, nah, I can't see anybody yeah, playing Sam's role. Uh-uh. I mean, maybe <laughs> – fuck, man, that's tough. I'm going to have to think on that one. It's okay. Yeah. But this is actually what Nikki said, though. She said, for instance, I'll wake up tomorrow morning since nice and early, and I'll take a walk over to the bank. Walk in and see, and uh, if you don't have my money for me, I'll crack your fucking head wide open in front of everybody in the bank. It, it was just comical on how he actually says uh-huh. shit because it's so dark. You got? Do you, then, have the rest, do you have the rest of the quote, what he says? Uh, and then after that, he goes, he turns around and says, and you know why? And he goes, then after that, after I get done doing that, I'll come back again. And I'll knock your fucking head open again <laughs> once you're coming out of your coma. Because yeah. I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't give a fuck about jail. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. But you know, it's funny, but it's all it's scary. It's you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh this this remind I'm sorry for you know going off subject and shit, but no, no. uh so it, it reminds me of kind of how Mike Tyson used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like he he could say some foul, crazy shit, off the wall shit about how he wants to eat your children's hearts and shit like that. Just crazy shit that's funny when you hear it. But if, if somebody, if a, a grown man tells you that and they could fucking do what Mike Tyson can do, it's terrifying. It is fucking it really terrifying. Is. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with Joe Pesci. I mean, he's what, what five, six, maybe? And uh, he's about a little height, guy. Yeah. yeah, he's a little guy. <laughs> but when he says that off-the-wall crazy shit, you're like, man, this motherfucker ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> exactly. I mean, to say to somebody, I don't give a fuck about jail because I'm stupid. I'll crack your fucking head open. Ah, it makes you think. You know, you're like, maybe I shouldn't fuck this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, <laughs> dude, I then also, too, whenever Joe goes on ahead and puts the guy, guy's head in a vice because oh, he wouldn't rat out because he wouldn't rat out somebody. Right, right. <laughs> you know, that was <laughs> insane. That was a crazy fucking scene, man. And like, and when he tightens it up, his eye kind of bulges out. Oh man, it's intense. It's intense. It, it, I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty. Even today, it stands out. You know, like you, you watch it today, and you're like, man, that's pretty good. How they did that? It looks realistic. You know what I mean? Yes, most definitely. And at this point, the Midwest Mafia bosses install incompetent are install incompetence in Kansas City under boss Artie. Uh, Pasiano to oversee all cash transactions. Pasiano writes everything he knows about the operation in a notebook. The FBI is also having wired Pasiano's store and spurred into investigating Sam's casino. Mm-hmm. So, and at this point, get this: uh, Marcel Sacy's mother is actually the is actually in this scene. Right, she was also in Goodfellas. Yep. She was Joe and, Pesci's. She was Joe Pesci's mom, right? And, and the funny thing is, because son, do, do not talk like that. Do not, do not use that foul language. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. mom. Sorry, it's just making me freaking mad. What did I tell you? What I said, freaking. <laughs> and then, and then, of course, that's when the feds start investigating and everything, going heavy into this investigation. Mm-hmm. And you know, who knew that they would actually try and bug a, a produce store? Nobody would actually right. think about looking at a produce store as right. a way of a front. Right. Well, that's just good surveillance. That's good. You know what I'm saying? They were just watching these mob guys go in and out, and they were like, well, fuck, we need to bug this place, you know? Then Sam also seeks to divorce Ginger, who kidnaps their daughter, planning to flee for, to Europe with mm-hmm. Lester. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, if I was Sam, I'd have killed that motherfucker by now, man. You know what I'm saying? Me too. I would have actually turned to Mickey for that, 
They're like, Absolutely. look, you need to go in here and get rid of this guy because Absolutely. Mickey he, is the muscle, like Sam said. He'd be what he'd be in one of those holes in the desert for sure. Absolutely. Definitely. And then, you know, I then after that winds up happening, don't forget Joe Pesci and and uh Sharon Stone's character, Ginger, were also talking and figuring out a way to actually get Ace to let her back inside the house. So you know, her way of actually doing was going through Mickey, and Mickey is telling him, telling her, "Okay, let me see what Ace says." He goes, "Come on, you want your kid or not? This is actually the way to go about doing it. Mm-hmm. Is to get uh, to have your kid back." Right. Right. Yeah. But um, Sam convinces Ginger to return with Amy. Then overhears her planning on a phone to kill him. Sam kicks <laughs> her out, out of their home, but. Uh, later, uh, relent. Uh, of course, you know that's what winds up happening. Ginger approaches Nikki to get her valuables from Sam's safe safety deposit box, and the two start mm-hmm. an affair. Yep, yep. And that's uh, that's no good for anybody. <laughs> no, and don't forget though too. Remember when when Sam told the mafia crew in Kansas City, the bosses, he goes, "Look, you're going to have to get Nikki back. You're going to have to mm-hmm. send him back." Uh, to to you guys because he's making too much noise. He's gonna make too much noise. He goes, no, he's not coming back. Then all of a sudden, there's a whole entire thing where okay, so we're gonna have to send somebody with, to be there with Mickey and everything and make sure that he's actually doing what he's told to be doing. Mm-hmm. And you know, and then all of a sudden, right? If if Sam would have, if he would have went it went at it in a different way when he found out that uh that Nikki and and Sharon Stone's character was was fucking or whatever uh if he would have maybe went to Remo and and said look man you know uh, I found out Nikki's fucking my old lady or trying to or whatever you know take care of it even though Sam was not a made guy because he's a Jewish person you know uh still he's so high up as, as an associate or whatever he makes you know way more money than money. Nikki does you know so. If he would have went to the top guy, if he would have went to Remo and said, look, man, you know, because like I said, I know he's not a made guy and Nikki is a made guy, but there's a code to that shit, man. You can't fuck with people's old lady like that. You just can't, you know? So, I mean, Remo may have done something about it, you know, and and he could have just nipped that shit in the bud. You know what I mean? Right. But don't forget, though, too, Remo also brings up the thing. Now, all of a sudden, now that Nikki's actually banging his, the Jew's wife, that's actually Mm -hmm. how he actually says it and everything. Now they have a problem with Mickey because now it's right. causing a distraction with Ace, right. which is also causing Ace to go ahead and act crazy and mm-hmm. everything. Too, so it's like, okay, what are we? What can we? What are we going to do from here? Right, right. But that's what I'm saying. If if Sam would have went to Remo sooner and, and and not, you know what I mean? Like, it's just I think things could have happened a little differently. You know what I'm saying? I think Sam waited a little too long and he, he acted. He acted out, you know, in a way, you know, so that's it, it screws up a lot of shit. So, you know, Nikki getting with uh, what is it, Ginger? It, it really messed up a lot of shit for them. You know what I'm saying? It really did. Definitely. You know, and then, of course, like, like I said, his he wasn't in his game or anything either at that point either anymore. He was distracted. Right. He had different distractions. He had, Nikki, he had Nikki. For sure. Yeah. Uh, as well, so mm-hmm. he had a lot going on, right? And then, of course, Nikki throw. Uh, this is also another thing, though. Too, Sam confronts and disowns Ginger and ends his re- re- uh, friendship with Nikki. Nikki throws Ginger out when he demands to he kills Sam. And then this is, of course, when the whole bunch of shit winds up happening in the course of the twenty four hours. Because mm-hmm. don't forget, Ginger actually handcuffed Amy their daughter to the bed while she went out and everything and did God knows what. Yeah. Yeah. That and that part was crazy. I I I, I cannot imagine walking in and seeing that shit. That would have pissed me off. I'm gonna be honest oh, with you. Sure. I don't blame I don't blame Ace for being pissed off about that. And right. then at that point Ace is actually actually asking her, wherever the fuck are you? He goes, she goes, I'm at uh, Nikki's. He goes, why are you at Nikki's? And he goes, you're going to get your fucking ass back over here. Yeah. And everything. Then Nikki winds up kicking Ginger out, which mm-hmm. also caused Ginger to get pissed off and everything. 
And don't forget, we also have Don Wrinkle's character that actually has a shotgun and everything because they don't know what she's actually capable of. Right. So they're over at Ace's house. Right. So they're all through the night. They've been waiting on Ginger. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or even and, Nikki. And, I mean, because they, they don't know. They, they don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Right. They don't know if she convinced Nikki to come over. They don't know, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And another thing, though, too, is I want to backtrack just a small bit remember when we said that he was making too much noise mickey yeah. was he oh, was yeah. shooting up cops houses for crying out loud he was shooting right. up um yeah. he was robbing places right he even the the best robbery was this the best heist was this he's parked in the alley with his car and they're robbing the place from the outside rather than going inside mm-hmm. drilling yep. a hole in the bricks and yep. then that was really cool. Yeah, it was. That was cool. And, uh, you know, honestly, man, another thing that really fucked up Nikki, man, that made him just make bad choices. And, uh, you know, it, it was the coke. He, you know, he was doing too much cocaine. He was doing too much. You know, he was partying too much. <laughs> and that, that, that should have fucking make you do some really dumb shit. <laughs> you know, and he was already going to do he was already going to do the dumb shit anyway. But the coke just kind of heightened that shit. You know what I mean? Definitely. And then um, also, too, another thing that actually happens is the cops were shooting mobsters and they thought this one guy had a gun in his hand, but it was really a sub sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he got shot with a fucking sandwich in his hand. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Nikki goes on ahead and shoots up cops houses for killing the mob, some of the mobsters. Right. Yeah, but, that's, like that's, was, that's something that's something you really just don't do. <laughs> no. yeah, like, don't, don't do that, man. You know? Exactly. <laughs> but let's go on ahead and get in with the whole scene where Ginger winds up the next, mor- uh, the next morning and everything, speeding through Sam's uh, yard. And she goes, I'm going to the fucking cops. I don't care anymore. You have a, you're a gangster motherfucker. Da, 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 da. And <laughs> And causing yeah, and a scene. The, next thing you know, the cops come over. All the neighbors come outside. It's just, it's, it's a fucking mess. <laughs> it's just, a, that's something you just don't want to wake up to. You know, I mean, Sam's just waking. He's putting his fucking robe on for Christ's sake, and she's out there acting ass. Yeah, poor, poor guy. <laughs> and, and then the cops are like, "Look, can she come in only if she settles down? If she settles down, she can have anything she wants inside the house." and mm-hmm. everything she can have her belongings and stuff i have no problem with that but she needs to settle down because i promise right. i'm gonna fucking settle down da, da, da. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing you know she goes inside the house and everything at that point she acts like that she settled down and then she has one of the cops come in with her and he goes do not let my husband in he's very he was very abusive to me and everything He's, mm. He'll slap me. God knows what he'll be capable of or anything. Just make sure he's not there. She breaks the lock to his desk and takes out the safety deposit box yeah. key and also takes her belongings belongings inside the closet. Mm-hmm. And then when they get to the bank, she takes out all the money that they had. Yep. And, and I, you know, she was on the list. He put her on there. Uh, that's his fault. <laughs> right. And the bankers are even telling him, look, Sam, I told you not to put him on the list. Yeah. And there's nothing they can do about it, man. No. Yep. That sucks. And And yeah, because Sam calls him and says, do not let her leave with that fucking money. Don't let and and he's like, like you said, there's nothing we there's nothing we can do. You fucking let her, you know, you put her on the list. We told you not to. You know? That's yeah. Exactly. Another thing that was actually another thing that was funny though, but it wasn't, but I felt bad for Ace because he's the one who screwed up was this like whenever they were investigating his license uh-huh. and everything the remo was like look we gotta pull him the fuck out of there and everything mm-hmm. because remember they were he was promised a hearing and they didn't even give him a hearing a proper hearing that they want that he wanted right yeah the casino commission right so it's like you mean to tell me that you didn't come in my casino and told tell me that i was going to be promised a fair hearing because I was never in the Tangiers Casino. Oh, you weren't there. You weren't fucking there, were you? Right. And then, of course, that's whenever Remo goes, look, we need to go ahead and get uh, Ace another job inside the yeah. casino. 
I don't care what it is as long as he keeps his mouth shut. And what does he get him? A nighttime show on a network in the casino. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So now Sam's making some noise. (laughs) Worse than what Mickey is, unfortunately. Yeah, right. Exactly. You pissed him off. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You pissed him off. Now he's going to make some noise. And even Remo's like, what the fuck is he doing? (laughs) He goes, he's like, what the what the fuck is he doing? He's supposed to be making us money and he's now making too much noise now yep. and everything. And he's trying to defend himself, even though he doesn't have an actual license right. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And all he had to do was wait until the gaming commission actually gave him a chance to have the license. Right. That's it. <laughs> or change the position in the 10 years yep. that he was supposed to have it. But no. And also too, he also went on record, even though it was a whole entire, this is what reporters do. They misinterpret what he actually said, because remember, this is what um, one of the reporters said. So who are you? He goes, I'm the boss. I'm the one who runs things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she goes, what did you say? She goes, he goes, I guess I'm the boss, is what he said. He mm-hmm. turns around and says, I guess I'm the boss. I run things. But yeah. instead, the headline said, Sam Rothstein says, I'm the boss. Right. Yep. So... <laughs> And that's yeah they uh, <laughs> they they really fucked them when they said that when they put that in there, right? And then that's when Nikki's like, "What the fuck do you mean you're the fucking boss?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he goes, "Look, that's a misinterpretation." He goes, "I don't give a fuck what it was. That's what it says in the paper. That's what they're gonna go by." <laughs> and then he calls him an effing Jew. Um... <laughs> yeah. Don't you ever go over my fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> You better and then, bring your own army, pal. <laughs> and then after that, it's like in 1979, the FBI um, and everything with the FBI, but we'll get to that in a few minutes, mm-hmm. where they're actually closing down the casinos. Uh, and, well, in 1979, the FBI closes the casino and Green eventually uh, cooperates with them. Uh, Pasiano dies of a heart attack and the federal agents discover the note, his notebook. Mm-hmm. The FBI also approaches Sam to help by showing him photos of Nikki and Gender together, but he turns them down. The bosses are arrested and put to trial and start to arrange the murders of everyone who might testify against them and prolonging their subsequent sentence. Gender dies of a drug overdose. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) We we all saw that coming. (laughs) Right, exactly. But um, here's another thing, though. Nikki dies out in a cornfield. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the Gets, way he dies is is so fucking foul. It's so bad. It's terrible, man. It's so bad. I mean, they, what they do is that you know they they take his brother first and they beat him with a fucking bat to death, and that you know and make make Joe Pesci's character Nikki watch, and then kill him. Well, you know, beat him to death. It's so fucked. It's so fucked. It's one of the most violent, foul fucking deaths in, in casino movie. I mean, uh, mafia movie history, I think. You know what I'm saying? It's just foul. Most definitely, because I don't even remember The Departed being that graphic when it came no, out to whacking man. people, to be honest no, with I mean, you. That was just, I mean, to sit there and watch, you know, one of your family members, your brother at that, you know what I'm saying, get, you know, get his brains beat in, really. I mean, it's just fucked. You know, that's some cruel shit. But that's right. the life they chose. That's the life they chose. Exactly. And they're not guaranteed to actually see the next day either. I mean, anything can right. actually happen. And also, too, the mob bosses are like, who are we safe with? Are we safer with Frank, uh, with Ace, or are we safer with Nikki? Nikki. So right. they choose uh, Ace over Nikki. Yeah. Because don't no, forget, I mean, the mob... They, they got... Look, man, at the end of the day, the mob's going to choose money. You know, it's right. all about money. Uh, and that's... And it ain't just the mob; it's the world, man. That's that's right. just, you know that's that's business. You know it's it's all about money. You know. Well, that goes back to Johnny Sack, for example, from uh, the Sopranos, uh, mm-hmm. and everything goes, "What the fuck again with the fucking money, Carmine?" He goes, "Yes, again mm-hmm. with the fucking money, Johnny." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's 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 what it's about, man. You know, that's what it's about. You know, then of course, and, and, like and I then said, they, you know, and they and they try to act like you know everybody tries to act like well, it's, it's loyalty first. Like, but how many people in the mob have you know have ratted and 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 turned fucking you know turned to the state and shit like that? You know what I'm saying? So it's exactly. like 
I mean, it, it, it has nothing to do with loyalty, man. It has, it has everything to do with power, money. You know what I'm saying? If you can't have it, then fuck it. Then you don't want anybody to have it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, with the mob bosses and everything, they were also pretending that they were sick and everything else. So the way they can have their own private meeting about how they're going to deal with Ace mm-hmm. and everything. And, of course, like I said, the very beginning opens up with a car bomb. Yeah. So yep. it goes into that whole entire scene where Robert De Niro's character Ace is coming out of the casino and then the car bomb actually blows up. Mm-hmm. And at that point, he was actually suspecting Nikki to be the culprit before Sam can take the take revenge. The bosses arranged Nikki's uh, legal issues legal. in apparent uh, unauthorized attempt on Sam's life and are mm-hmm. Frankie and his crew to ambush Nikki and Dominic. Mm-hmm. Under the impression that they are attending to meet up in in an Indian cornfield, Indiana cor- cornfield, right? And they are beaten with baseball bats, covered in uh, quick lime, and buried alive in shallow in a shallow grave. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I also like how they actually put into perspective of how Robin Nero's character actually survived the car car bomb mm-hmm. with the metal plates. It was because of that metal plate under the uh, under the seat. Yep. So that was actually pretty cool. And then mm-hmm. now, of course, with the mob now out of licensing fronts, big corporations buy and demolish the casinos to take uh, away for a new larger hotel casinos, which Sam laminates. He retires to San Diego and lives as a sports handicapper, ending up, in his own words, right back where he started. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just a, uh, what was he, like a Shylock or something? Oh, he was a... Uh... What do you call yeah, it? it was, uh, he was like, yeah, a bookie. Like a, a bookie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But it's just like that song, you know, uh, went from rags to riches and now he's back to rags again. Yep. I mean, that's, and that's, that's how it goes, man. I mean, but at least, you know, he, he's still doing what he does. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I mean, he's good at what he's good at making money. That's what he does, you know? Uh, is there anything else that you want to touch on? No, I mean, uh, uh if okay, I do have a question. I want to go back to Nikki's death. Uh, in your opinion, if you were okay, I, now I'm not saying as a, as just a regular person, as a viewer, or whatever. If you were in the mob yourself, if you were a mafia gangster, whatever, do you would you think that that was necessary to to kill him that way? Uh, you know, in my opinion, you know, that shit has to. You know, if I'm a gangster or whatever, okay, you got to get killed for some shit, whatever. I don't think it should be that cruel, though. You know what I'm saying? I think that's just fucked up. Uh, what do you I think? think? I think at that time, the bosses were just tired of Nikki. Mm-hmm. So it was more like a message to Nikki at first. And then after that, it was like Nikki was thinking, okay, that was might be the end of it because he killed his brother, you know? Right, right. Maybe this is just a message to the mob bosses saying that if, this, if I fuck up again, this is what's going to happen to me. Right, right. So it gave him that little bit of, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it scared him and it freaked him out, made him angry, whatever, but it also gave him a little, maybe maybe they're going to let me live. You know what I'm saying? Maybe right, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. 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 I see. But I, instead, I get that. But, you know, in my opinion, if, if they would have just shot him, it was, the head and called it a day, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. You know, but like, but to beat him like that in front of his, ah, that's just, eesh, it's too much, you know? Right. I got you. I, I can actually say that it was a little too gr- gr- cruel for that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I it was a, they... don't get me wrong. It was a badass scene, and I, I think they did it righteous, you know what I'm saying? Like, to do it that way, that was fucking awesome, you know. But, you know, it, it, still, you know what I'm saying, if if it was real, if I was a guy, I just, I, I think it was too cruel, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you don't do that shit to somebody. Just because you knew how Nicky was. You put him in there. You knew, you know. If you're sending a gangster out there to do some gangster shit, he's gonna do some gangster shit. You know, right. I mean? it's like you know that, you know. So why why are you gonna? I mean, yeah, discipline him. I mean, if you got to kill a guy, kill the guy, but don't fucking do that shit. You know, what I mean, don't, don't beat his brother in front of him, and that's just too much, man. That's just too foul. Definitely, <laughs> but yeah. still, we're the ones who are, actually have a heart. Because mobsters don't really have a heart, right. so exactly, you know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> right. That's the difference. But let's yeah. do a little bit of fact or fiction real quick. I'll, I'll do a couple of things that was actually true from the movie and stuff like that, too. The movie was actually based on a true story. Its plot developed around the actual life of Frank Lefty Rostein. Mm-hmm. 
who managed the casinos from the Chicago. He managed three casinos, Stardust, Fairmont, and uh, Hacienda. Between 1970 and 1980, Rothstein was a mobster. Rothstein was a gangster for the mafia, and he did not have a casino gambling gaming license. He was planted... Um, he was planted by the mob in the casinos to aid their money skimming operations. Rothstein did survive the assassination. So that was actually true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry died of an overdose. Frank's wife, Jerry, uh, died from a drug overdose. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, she was actually, that's actually gender that, uh, that they were actually referring to. Jerry, uh, Jerry was her real name. Mm, okay. So that was actually true. Anthony and Michael die together. Uh, in the movie, Nicky Santero and his brother Dominic Santero are tortured and buried alive in a cornfield. That actually happened. It happened as depicted factually in the movie in June of 1986. Anthony and Michael Lepetero, Nicky, and Dominic disappear and found several days later buried in a cornfield in Indiana. No shit. Yep. Wow, I did I did not know that. There's a lot of stuff that I that I found interesting because I wanted to do some research on it. I like knowing fact from fiction, especially yeah. dealing with stuff like this. Oh yeah, and like I said uh, at the very beginning, uh, it was actually the Tropicana Casino as well that they were actually running. Yeah, yeah. So that's and it so. Up, is there any? And they made it into the Tangiers, right? And that was all real. Yep. Yep, that was all straight up real. Yeah, that's fucking cool, man. So, is there anything else that you want to touch on with this? No, not that I could think of. I think we covered pretty much all of it. Same here as well. So, guys, get this. Uh, Michael is actually going to be back again tomorrow night. And so is, we're actually going to have a special guest with us, but this is not going to be live. This is actually going to only be going to be through Anchor, unfortunately, because... With uh, where this type of app, you can't have more than three people on or anything like that on the app. We don't know a way to actually have more than two people on the app. And only that, but we've been doing audio podcasts for the Sopranos after show for a while. So it wouldn't be, make sense to actually put this on the YouTube channel. So if you guys want to, check out our anchor, my anchor stuff and everything. And we actually do a Talking Mof- Mafia, Talking Mafia Mondays and everything. So every Monday we go ahead and we do... The Sopranos review. Matter of fact, we're on season five right now, and I'm going to have a special guest on with me, Stephanie, who's actually a diehard Sopranos fan. So if you're into the Sopranos at all or anything like that, we're actually going to be recording around eight o'clock Central Time, nine o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Pacific Time. And then after that, after we're done within that hour, it's actually going to be uploaded into Anchor. So just keep an eye out on it uh, throughout the night and everything. You'll be able to listen to it. Another thing, too, guys, is I actually did a Valentine's Day episode that's actually on Anchor right now and also on YouTube. We actually did a 10 Things I Hate About You review uh, starring Heat Ledger, Joseph Gordon-Lovitz. We did that uh, yesterday pre-recorded and it dropped today and it's also on Anchor as well. I also interviewed a couple of people on – as a matter of fact, I interviewed someone on Friday. We also have our WandaVision uh, after show that we did and everything, and that's on Anchor on YouTube, on the YouTube channel at Movie Lovers Unite. Go ahead and check that out. Another thing, too, guys, if you guys want to donate to the show, you guys don't have to donate to the show if you don't want to. But if you do, go to www.gofundme.com forward slash Movie Lovers Unite. Then, of course, if you guys want to follow us on Movie Lovers Unite, how you do that? You're just going ahead, go to our Facebook page, Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite over there. Of course, we also have an Instagram, Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite over there. And then if you want to, for all your entertainment needs and pleasures and wants, we actually do movie reviews, TV reviews, TV news, movie news. And you can actually follow us at www.movieloversunite.com for all your entertainment needs and wants. And then, of course, we also have a Pinterest at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite over there. And then we also have another place that you can actually follow us. And that's actually on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit over there. And at John DeGorio8 on Twitter. So those are all the places that you can actually follow me on. And a matter of fact, we actually have a Patreon that's actually up and going right now. Go on and check us out at www.patreon.com forward slash movie lovers unite. Select your package and bundle that you want, and I'll send out certain um, episodes to you. 
So that's going to conclude for tonight. I, I'm i glad that you you enjoyed doing this, Mike. I do appreciate you being on. Absolutely, man. And everything has been, it's been fun. And always until next time, guys, bye-bye. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DiGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audio books, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audio book and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing too guys, that's not all they have. They also have they also have finish if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too. Like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader or a person. How to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless.